Welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith. This podcast features edited highlights from our Sunday service held on November 20th, 2022. To find out how to join us and for more general information, please go to www.stjamesleith.org.uk. Honoured with um, Frank wearing his kilt today, and uh, I asked him whether it was because it, it was we were celebrating Christ the King, and he said no, it's because Scotland won the rugby. So <laughs> <laughs> we know where Frank's uh, spiritual priorities lie. There, thank you. Well, wel- welcome to you all, and uh, especially if you're a visitor, and to those uh, at home. Uh, we look forward to hearing uh, from Carol on the theme of divine sparks, uh, the idea of Christ. Uh, in all things. So we we start our service with a moment's quiet. Um, I'll light a candle and please invite those at home to light a candle to symbolize Christ here with us but also with those at home and connecting what's happening here in the building to all the churches that are happening in in different people's homes there. So let's just start uh, with a moment's quiet. Please stand. With nature in its power and beauty, with rain and wind and sunshine, with the ancient rocks and the budding flower, we gather in praise of God. With believers and seekers the whole world wide, with people in every land and speakers of every language, With the angels and saints in heaven, and with all who have worshipped in this place, we gather in praise of God. And with Jesus who promised his presence, and the Spirit who showers her blessings, we gather in praise of God. Here let heaven and earth embrace, here may God's people find home. Invite us to sing a hymn that I have a feeling will be well known to us all. Beat out my vision.
now trusting in God's forgiveness, let us now in silence confess our failings and acknowledge our part in the pain of the world. May God forgive us, Christ renew us, and the Spirit enable us to grow in Amen. Please now stand for the glory. God, source of all being, eternal word and Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. 
Please stand for our gospel. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham to grant us that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. This is the gospel, good news for all. Okay. Okay, so today, not the rugby, but we celebrate Christ the King. The one who Colossian tells us is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him, things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible. All things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things and, him, and in him, all things hold together. Christ is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Revelation 2. 22, sorry. Last week I was in Thirsk, North Yorkshire, at Holyrood House, a centre for health and pastoral care. I was there to hang, reflect and write a paper on seven days an art installation I was commissioned to create for COP26 last year. The installation was initially exhibited at the University of Glasgow's Memorial Chapel through November 2021. It consisted of seven one metre by one metre mixed media textile panels that took as their starting point the text of Genesis 1. 
The seven panels were created from repurposed white and off-white fabrics, white emulsion left over from decorating, candle wax, white and off-white sewing threads, and gold leaf, a symbolic color of the sacred in art for centuries. Into the panels were stitched simple motifs and designs that reflected an element or elements of each of the seven days of creation. In addition, a word or short phrase was chosen to represent each of the seven days of creation and was chosen to represent broadly and poetically the biblical text. Space was left within each of the panels for creation to make her mark. The idea was to co-create with creation. The panels were installed in seven different gardens from July to October 21, thus handing the works over to the various situational and elemental environmental changes of these places. Seven Days is a process work, an important element of which has been the regular photographic and journalistic documenting of the panels. The documenting of the works continues. While initially the pieces were created for a set time and place, the work has in fact been ongoing. Post COP26, the panels were returned to their host gardens in January 2022 to June. They've then been exhibited at the Solas Festival in Perthshire in June and on Iona for um, the Wild Goose Worship Week. That's the um, Solas Festival. And then the Wild Goose Worship Week is the next one uh, in the Garden of the Mac, if anyone knows it. Ooh, ooh, whoa. Getting excited, overexcited. Back to the Mac, back to the Mac. There we go, to the garden. Thank you. Thanks, Geoffrey. And at present, they remain installed um, as of last week in the beautiful gardens of Holyrood House in Thirsk. A year on from that exhibition amid COM26, the climate crisis has once again brought to the fore, been brought to the fore as COP26 continues to take place in Egypt. Seven Days focuses on the earth as God's gift of creation, one given to humanity to tend. The COP meetings seem to highlight our failures in this task, and yet hopefully also offer hope that there is still time, if not to reverse climate change, then to change the destructive course of our Anthropocene age. That hope, given these headlines, seems small and it is easy to fall into despair. And yet isn't the promise of hope isn't it the promise of hope that these readings offer us today? And as we move into Advent, we focus on the hope of light. The hope of light brought by a baby king who came and through the spirit continues to come into our flawed world, into our flawed lives, to offer us a different way. A way of justice, a way of mercy, of iniquity a way of love, a way of love. In April 2022, artist and musician Brian Eno, when asked in an interview about his own increasing awareness of the urgency of the climate crisis and of how he and others as artists might respond, replied, I think one of the ways, the only way actually, that we will save the planet is by falling in love with it, by realizing how incredibly beautiful 
the complexity of it is. I think one of the only ways, the only way actually, that we will save the planet is by falling in love with it, by realising how incredibly beautiful the complexity of it is. Pope Francis stated in 2015 in his encyclical Laudate Si, creation is the order of love. God's love is the fundamental moving force in all created things. For you loved all things that exist and detest none of the things that you have made. For you would not have made anything had you hated it. Thus, every creature is the object of the Father's tenderness who gives its place in the world. Even the fleeting life of the least of beings is the object of God's love. And in its few seconds of existence, God unfolds it with his affection. Creation, then, was and is loved into being. The mystery that is God is infused and present in all creation. John 1 states that the Word was with God from the very beginning, and that through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. This is, of course, echoed in the Colossians passage that we heard earlier. And John 1 continues, In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Smithereens, a poem by Michael Simmons Roberts, draws on the Hasidic creation myth in which God hold back something of himself in order to create something new. God then shines his divine light into clay jars, but the jars aren't strong enough to hold it, and they shatter, sending the divine light, the sparks, divine sparks, all over the earth. A little bit from um, Michael's poem. My first spark was in snow, a firefly and an ice nest, unquenchable, but too dim to transpace drifts. I was on a childhood journey across the whole white country's home. Since the blind are best at leading the blind, knowing what to look for, most families let children run ahead. I raced to Oliasta tree, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, felt the sharp and soft contact of my boot with a shell miles from the sea. I picked it up from the white and it was fine, translucent, a fragment of the bone china vessels of creation smashed by God's let there be light. Under my shell was a smithereen of sun, hidden in snow among wild yellow olives. In Simmons Roberts' notes on the poem, he states, the purpose then becomes a redemptive one, to find and raise the sparks, and make the divine light complete again. According to Hasidic teaching, these sparks may lie in trivial encounters or major challenges. They are likely, as likely to be found in the eyes of a stranger or as those of your children. The Seven Days panels and their continued documentation have and continue to be, for me, a way to search for divine sparks, to look deeper, to be attentive, and so to become more aware of the love of God in the world around us and the sacred reality of the earth.
So as we move into this Advent season, I invite you all to fall in love with the utter beauty and complexity of our world. Let us love, look for the divine sparks. Let us look for the light which is in the kingdom of Christ. Let us look for and be hope as we celebrate and remember and follow the way of the Christ child, Christ the King, whose kingdom is one of justice, of mercy, of iniquity, of hope, and of love. Amen. While we remember um, that our world is beautiful, there are also some very dark places in it. So after the response this morning, there'll be a short silence for you to name before God people and places that are on your heart. And the response is when I say, holy God, in these dark places, please respond with, bring your light and hope. Holy God, in these dark places, bring your light and hope. In our darkness, there is no darkness with you, O God. The deepest night is clear as the day. Creator God, we bring before you the dark places of this beautiful world that you have given us to look after. We think about the melting ice from the many glaciers that are making, is making the sea levels rise and making life difficult for all the creatures that live in cold and snowy places as their habitats become warmer and wetter. We think about other places that have had no rain for months or even years, and the animals there have to walk many miles to find water to survive. We remember places that burst into flames because they're so dry, and other places that are completely underwater because they have flooded. All the wildlife <clears throat> on this planet is suffering in one way or another because of what we have neglected to do to keep it safe. Loving God, we are thankful for the richness of your creation and we pray for your wisdom for all who live on this earth that we may wisely manage and not destroy what you have made for us and for our descendants. You hold the universe in your hands and us in your care. So we pray that you will help us to bring light to these dark places and teach us <clears throat> to love the earth <clears throat> by thinking about the impact we make on it. Holy God, in these dark places, bring your light and your hope. God of justice, we bring before you the dark places of our world where people are in need. And we pray on this trans day of remembrance, and I hope you will pray with me, for the families and the friends of the over 400 trans people who have died this year, either through being murdered or who have taken their own lives 
or who have been put to death by their governments just for being who they are, the people made in God's image. We pray about the restrictions and legislations being placed by the Taliban on the women in Afghanistan who are finding their lives becoming diminished and worthless. We pray for the people of Ukraine <clears throat> in the middle of an unsought war who are having to leave their homes and families to escape the atrocities that war always brings, where others use their power to subdue and force people to do what they want, even if it is unjust. So we pray for the governments of the world and all the world leaders, that they may uphold what is right for peace between all countries and the people living in them. We acknowledge all the hatred and injustice which have led and still lead to violence and war. We pray for all who bring relief to communities which are hit by war and poverty, injustice and neglect. We give thanks that there are people who are prepared to go to dangerous and bleak corners of the world to care for the sick and the dying. Give us all a vision of a world where justice and peace and love reign and where all of your people have their needs met. Holy God, in these dark places, bring your light and your hope. Eternal God, we bring before you the dark places in our local communities <clears throat> and the places where drug and substance abuse is high, where people are afraid to go out of their own front doors, where we have over a thousand Ukrainians living in cramped conditions on a ferry, where landlords only care about getting the rent paid on time without caring for the state of their properties, where many are sleeping rough and who will find the winter weather harsh and unbearable, where people are wondering how they are going to pay their bills or where their next meal will come from, where people are suffering in body, mind or spirit and see only blackness ahead. We pray for all who are disillusioned, marginalised, afraid, lonely <clears throat> or discriminated against. Teach us how to be better neighbours to share in your work of mending bro broken relationships and situations. Holy God, in these dark places, bring your light and your hope. Loving God, we bring before you the dark places of our lives, those things we'd rather not bring into your light the things we just can't get our heads round to work out a reasonable conclusion, the dark tunnels where we can't find an end. We bring our sickness to your healing hands. We bring our sadness to your tender hands. We bring our needs to your praying hands. And we bring our suffering to your wounded hands. Help us to remember that you can turn our darkness into light so help us to look for your light in the dark places that we encounter and see Jesus in them all. Holy God, 
In these dark places, bring your light and your hope. Eternal God, in whose perfect realm no sword is drawn but the sword of justice, and no strength known but the strength of love, guide and inspire all who seek your light, your hope, your justice, and your strength, that people and nations may find their security in the love which casts out fear. In our darkness, there is no darkness with you, O Lord. The deepest night is clear as the day. Amen. And in the breaking of the bread, we remember our common God-given humanity so that we may work for peace with justice and truth and sustainability in our world. Amen. Broken things for broken people. Holy things for holy people. Come, let us receive.
lose hope in these dark times. Help us to lift our eyes higher than what seems to be going along in our world and hold on to the hope that you give us. That Christ is indeed Lord of all. And we thank you that you have fed us at your table. And may we, in turn, go out into the different places next week and bring life and hope and light into our world. Amen. Let us go out giving thanks for the good earth. Blessed be God. Let us go out in unity with all who seek to preserve the earth. Blessed be God forever. Let us go out in the conviction that change is possible and climate disaster is not inevitable. Blessed be God forever. And let us learn to love this gift of creation more dearly and look for the divine sparks within our world and within one another. Blessed And the blessing of God, the Creator, Christ the Redeemer and the Spirit, and the Sustainer of all life, be with us and with all the peoples of the earth, now and always. Amen. Amen. We sing the sending out to one another. Thank you.